just having like an editor from Europe, like you, right? don't to, you don't need to say it's Dan. Like you hired an editor from Europe. From Europe, yeah, that's big budget. <laughs> Hello, Nicholas. You said you had a question for me. I do. I do. Um, last night, I texted oh you. I was at oh, work. Yeah. I was at work, and oh, I was no. just like, the gears were really turning. Um, you were about... being very, you had a very protective night. I know where this is going. Okay. Yeah. The gears were really turning. I texted <laughs> you, and I was like, I'm just having a bunch of ideas for Point of Do. Um, can you talk? And he wrote back, I'm drunk, LOL, so I don't know if I'm in the best state to chat about it. So, like, coherent. Right? And I said, haha, okay. The next text. I'm ready for tomorrow, though. I think my questions will revolve around the message I sent in Signal, like the areas I sent in that message. <laughs> I wrote, okay. And he said, does that sound okay for you? And I was like, in my head, I'm like, well, I don't know what that means, but yes, that's perfect, <laughs> is what I responded. What were you trying to say? I thought that was pretty coherent. I don't know. That's not the worst that I've I've texted. Also, but the first message. What does that mean? The first message. I am drunk. LOL. Som idk. I, so yeah, you. But I, I just figured that was a typo. Yeah. But <laughs> he's ready for today, though. I I'm I ready. That. I'm ready for today. The funny thing is, I wasn't even out. I was just. I was actually home. My mom's gonna kill me. I was home with my mom's college friends, which is very appropriate for this episode because we're talking with some of our college friends. Uh, sober, different. Maybe we should do a point of do after dark. Should we? <laughs> I've I mean, suggested it many a time. You would lead that episode because you I don't, don't drink know. as much as we do, or we do, I do. I don't know. You apparently, you told us on episode 12 that you know your way around the bases. So <laughs> That's different from... Also, I'm making myself sound like I have a problem with alcohol. Let's just be no, clear. I don't have not. a problem with alcohol. No, he's very, you're very irresponsible. I just thought the text was hysterical. Was... And I was like, I need to, I need to roast him for this. That was really funny. In the episode. I, I am I am ready for today. I'm very excited about this episode. The, Me too. This episode is coming out the week that Loyola students, undergrad and graduate students, graduate uh, the commencement stuff, baccalaureate mass, all of that. Say it with me. Bam, 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 bam. Anyways. Um, I can't believe it's been another year since... I've graduated that that makes it two that makes it a three for you kind of but two since you walked on the wonderful stage yes um, and it's it's been now about one year since our guests have graduated and we're going to talk a little bit about that I am seeing their faces right now and they're like oh my gosh so we're gonna we're gonna get into that I think we should bring them in we're gonna talk about you know the theme of this podcast kind of reason why we started it what the heck happens when you graduate college and what do you do with your life you know the big questions so yes. I think we should I think we should bring our guests in so 
we met both of our guests at Loyola. They both always bring a smile to my face. Their energy, their laughs, their presence just in general just makes anyone around them feel good. No matter you know where they might be personally, they're always making sure that others around them are feeling good, bringing smiles to people's faces, just a positive, positive vibe. Our first guest has been on the show before. You might recognize her from the episode, I Have a Pit. I don't know if you have an episode number for that one, Nick. But Episode five. Five. So earlier on, not as not as good audio quality, you know, but, you know, we're, we're improving every single episode. So here we are. She graduated from Loyola with a Bachelor of Arts in Speech Language Hearing Sciences with a minor in Catholic Studies. She graduated last year, as I mentioned. Um, she hails from the great state of New Jersey. We met in campus ministry. Um, she ended her last episode saying this. More Angela. She was great. We'd be happy to have you back. So, you know, without further ado, I think we should bring her in. Welcome back, Angela Salazzo. Oh, thank you very much. That was embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot I said that. (laughs) That's okay, because you're part of an elite club now, which is the point of two. Oh, we should call it that. The point of two guests. Two time guests. (laughs) We've only had. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. You're a returning guest. You're part of an elite club. Happy to be here. Welcome back, Angela. Thank you. I'm very excited to have you back. And I don't want to leave our second guest waiting. Our second guest also graduated from Loyola last year with a Bachelor of Arts in Global Studies with minors in Spanish and Environmental Studies. I met her at Loyola through Angela and my other friend, Danielle. But I'm happy to say that we've kindled our own friendship as well. Despite her following me on Instagram immediately after we met and me not following her back for two years. Yes, that's a scandal. We can talk about that when she gets on here. (laughs) She worked in Loyola's Center for Community Service and Justice and founded or at least was part of the founding team of Loyola's Forever Green Thrift Store. She hails from the great state of Pennsylvania and honestly, I can say that over this, this last year, we've become so close, and I'm so grateful for her friendship. Please welcome Bernie Del Prado. Hello, friends. Hi, Bernie. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. Well, Justin, I am still a little bit salty with you about that, but it's okay. <laughs> can it's we just, I like, didn't know that. I, I didn't You either. didn't know that either. <laughs> no. Yeah, he, didn't, he didn't know that either until I was comfortable enough to tell him. Mm. Like, hey, did you know that? I followed you and you didn't follow me back and I like wanted to be friends with you but there was this were you private Justin yes and that's the thing is she requested me I accepted and I guess I just didn't follow her back wow. for two years Justin was she the girl that you were like I am not accepting that, no, I'm <laughs> that was the one. oh my god <laughs> it was her yes, yes. Billy Yes. So both of you, welcome. I'm very excited to, I feel like this episode has been a long time coming because we've been talking to you about wanting to do this. And I think the timing of it couldn't be better because we have friends who are graduating from Loyola this week, the the week the episode is released. But before we get into that, as you know, there's always a question we ask every one of our guests. Bernie's nodding her head. Angela oh, has answered it before. Angela, I want to remind you of your answer. I think yeah, I'll go do. to you first, and then we can go to Bernie. Um, this is what you said previously. I think I would go with an apple, really, because um, 
I love apples. I really do. They're like a great fruit. They're always, but <laughs> the reason why is I would say I'm reliable and like kind of like classic, you know, always there just, mm. and apples are never really bad unless you let them go bad. But yeah, that's my, that's my basis. Um, I think an apple, they're just kind of, they're reliable. They're good. I would hope I'm reliable and good. <laughs> and I like that all. answer. Ange does love apples. I can I can attest to You're that. You're gonna attest to that? Yeah. <laughs> I love apples and cheese. <laughs> cheese sticks. Apples and cheese. Apples and cheese sticks. There's a story it's behind that. Yes. It's just a good snack. It's a good, you know, appetizer at a fancy restaurant. I don't know, I guess. I maybe. said it's like the it's the kid version of a charcuterie board. Cheese sticks and apples. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I think I'll stick with that. Um, Wait, what was the question? So, oh, what, the, sorry, yeah. The yeah. question is, if you were a fruit, what fruit would you be and why? Okay. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Isn't it hard? Was, yeah, that is a hard question. I got nervous when you brought it up. I was like, shoot, I didn't think about it again. But I'll stick with apple. She's taking the easy way out. I answered it before. I'll stick with that. Yeah. <laughs> I, it, while Bernie's thinking, if I think of something else, I'll... Okay. Oh, gosh. There's just so many fruits in the world. I know. I wanted to go with like an exotic fruit, you know, because I love like exotic fruits from Asia. Like whenever I'm in the Philippines, I always have such interesting fruits. So I'm trying to think of like, I'm trying and to you're... think of the answer. Yes, and I'm Asian, yeah. sure. Because you're an exotic fruit from Asia. Asia. <laughs> yeah, because I'm an well, exotic fruit from Asia. <laughs> isn't that part of my reason? Do you know what we are, Bernie? What, what? Nick and I are? So is... I'm, I'm a pineapple and my whole reasoning was because I said, pineapples are unique looking i'm unique looking i think at some point i might have said they're exotic fruits or something like that and it's like along the same line <laughs> that you're yeah. thinking. nick changed his multiple times but he's now stuck with a cherry i've been a cherry though since like pretty much the beginning of the show like i as in like my first two were like the first two times we asked this question and then i was like you know what i'm sticking with cherry We've yeah. been marketing my me as a cherry. That's why Angela's time. previous episode was called I Have a Pit. Yes, it yeah. was. Because the avocado. I was an avocado before that. And before that, I was a coconut. But oh, I'm my God. With cherry. I'm st- I've stuck with cherry. It feels it feels right. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to stick with my apple, too. Okay. I'm gonna, okay. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So much pressure. No, Brady, take your I time, can, too. I can talk live. while you do this. <laughs> Do you want more reasons why I'm an apple? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Anne just loves talking about herself. She just manifested this. (laughs) More Angela. (laughs) And here she is. I can't believe I said that. I was really (laughs) feeling positive about myself that time. (laughs) I'll need more time to think. Yeah, we can circle back. We have both of you on because we love you guys, of course, but part of the reason why we started our podcast, as we said in the beginning, was we felt like there was a space, there were some friends we were talking about, um, or talking to, talking with, and we were feeling a little bit lost after graduating. I think, Nick, did you? when we started this, were both of us unemployed? I think we were. Yes. Well, no, I was waiting tables and you were doing the furniture bank i believe at the time but we didn't have our full-time jobs yeah and so we were trying to figure out kind of what life after college looks like and so that's i feel like this is a a homecoming for the for the show is we wanted to stick with 
you know, that idea and have episodes revolving around that, especially in May. So I guess the first question that I want to ask, or I guess the second question, because the well, first question was the, go ahead. I, I have a quick question before okay. you say that. And okay. this is a serious one. Are the both of you prepared to answer the questions that will revolve around the message Justin oh sent signal, like the areas Justin sent in that message? Are you prepared to answer those questions? Yes. Is Perfect. this a waiver? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so legal. This is legally binding. Like understandable because graduation is a it's it's an emotional topic. Perfect. Yes. Justin, we are in the clear. Ask your first question. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, Bernie, I think I'm going to go to you for this one. Can you just, and briefly is, is probably difficult, but can you briefly share what you've been up to in this last year since, since graduating? Oh gosh. Okay. Um, so since graduating, this is a lot to talk about. Okay. Hard hitting question yeah. right <laughs> off the bat. We're going to dive deeper question. into it too. So feel free to be like higher level. Just yeah. Right. So right after graduation, I wanted to take some time to travel. So I traveled around Europe for six weeks right after graduation, literally a week after graduation, we left for our pilgrimage. And then after our pilgrimage, I decided to travel with some friends, visit some friends in Europe. And that was a really amazing time. And I decided that I didn't want to do anything full time yet. So I still wanted to travel. So I traveled to Germany and France with my family, went to Copenhagen for a couple of days, and I traveled to the Philippines for five weeks since that's where my family's from and got to spend got to spend Christmas with my family over there. So yeah, I just wanted to take a couple months off right after graduation to focus on that. And then after coming back from the Philippines, I that's when I started to really focus in on applying to full-time jobs. So I was in that process or currently still in the process um, since January till now. And I actually just started a part-time job at a yoga studio, at a local yoga studio and like literally last week. So now that's taking up some of my time and I'm really enjoying it. So that's what I've been up to this last year. I love that. I love that you you took time to travel yes. because I feel like something we've talked about on the show before is you graduate you feel like you have to get a job right away and then once you're in the job it's like all right now I don't have any free time or you have to take PTO you have to take time off in order to do those things and you know I know you've always enjoyed traveling in your life so I love that you took the time to do that before kind of really you know yeah for sure thank you well that was I can get into this more later but i think that that was always my plan after graduation that i was gonna travel i also and i know you won't mind me saying this too that being able to travel the opportunity to travel is definitely like a privilege that like absolutely i have you have like that you know not everyone gets to too so just acknowledging that because you know we want to be just mindful doing that before you know getting into job applications and and, you know stressing out about what comes next um it's nice to just pause you know you just completed your college career like it's time it, you should celebrate there should be time to celebrate and and do take some time for you so yeah and especially that. like I think and can agree with this on can agree with me on this but especially not being able to study abroad that was one of the 
things in college that we were really looking forward to and not having that opportunity to do that I think it it made me even more determined to do that after graduation or have that set plan um so I wanted I really wanted to prioritize that that experience at this age so I think that was my that was my priority to explore the world after graduation before I do anything full-time yeah Absolutely. And I think, yeah, also you bring up a good point of like, you're the class of 2022 and the pandemic definitely took something away from all these kind of grades that were in college, high school, everything. And so I think the big thing that it took away from your grade was the ability to study abroad because the pandemic hit your sophomore and then into junior year, right, is when things still weren't really, travel wasn't really an option. Mm -hmm. So Angela, what about you? What can you give us kind of an overview about what you've been up to since graduating? <laughs> and I might, just a warning, I kind of have an idea of what you might say, so I might pull up another audio clip. Okay. I'm I, Yeah, I was thinking about that. It's funny, the timing of this is like, last time we were recording was the summer before senior year, you know, it's like a year later, or is that two years? Yeah, oh it's, my gosh. We recorded in 2021. Oh my gosh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, two years later. So it's just funny because it's bringing back memories of like me thinking about the future. But future being now, what I've been doing (laughs) is um, so after grad, like Bernie said, we went on a pilgrimage. I'm sure you've talked about the pilgrimage on here a little bit before, but um, I was on that pilgrimage for a shorter time. Um, So I traveled a little bit um, and then my family and I traveled um, in Italy a little bit also after the pilgrimage. So that was like directly after graduation. Um, my like plans for postgrad were kind of to just go home. Um, and that wasn't like the original plan, but I kind of took a shift. Um, so I decided to go home and just, I was like, all right, I'll just like look for a job. Um, was definitely rethinking my like career path. So I basically took a job in my high school. So I was teaching at my high school and doing campus ministry for them. And then I actually quit that job in January. (laughs) So was in there for like August to January. And then recently I've just been working like more or less like a part-time job. So I was doing babysitting type work in like February time. And then now I'm working the job that I used to work in high school. So I'm like helping out a family friend's um, business. She does like event design. So I'm helping out there. Yeah. Yeah. I've been jumping around. (laughs) Yeah, I think the reason why we wanted to talk to you two specifically, too, is because all four of us on this show right now graduated and didn't have plans for or we had maybe loose plans, but didn't have a job lined up immediately afterwards. Yeah. And I think that's the expectation sometimes when you graduate is you have a job lined up or you're maybe in the interview process already and have a job lined up. And so we are always trying to complicate the story. We're always trying to broaden perspective on like when you graduate, you don't need to have your shit figured out. And (laughs) I know I've talked to both of you individually about this, but I wanted to come on because myself, Nick, Bernie, Angela, none of us had that set up and we're doing fine. We're doing Mm -hmm. okay. Um, and, and Angela, if I might, I just want to play the clip, you know, since you have experience (laughs) teaching now, you had said this, the the context is we were talking about perfectionism and we were talking about how grades is a big part of perfectionism. And I brought up how are, 
how do gym teachers even grade gym? And I think Nick said that it's some sort of favoritism, and you said this, and I want to know if this is true. Uh-oh. All teachers have favorites. <laughs> you said all teachers have favorites. I know it's kind of hard to listen here. Go again. All teachers have favorites. <laughs> okay. It's just all teachers have favorites. So is that true? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Being from a former I have, teacher. <laughs> I have my favorites. Yeah. There's just people you like more. Um, it's kind of just like friends. Like there's some people that you're like, I could be friends with them. Um, yeah. And then some kids. I thought are... you were going to say, yeah, I have favorite friends. <laughs> <laughs> I have like, those too. Like, <laughs> but like, oh, like, I don't know. I mean, I guess that makes sense. But Yeah, it's like, it's like you have acquaintances and then you have friends. No, that's true. Um, no, you, you have favorites. I, I mean, it's it's interesting, though, being a teacher, it does make you, I like, at least from a girl's perspective, like from my perspective, I felt like a mom. Like, so it did feel like I had to love all of them equally. And I did feel like I loved them. Like, it, it was really emotional quitting because it was like, you really care about them. But you do have some whose personalities you enjoy more than others. Um, and actually, I, I do, if I might, before Nick asks yeah. the next question, do, if you feel comfortable, can you talk about, okay, you started the job teaching and I know that it was a very difficult decision for you to, to choose to leave that job, um, you know, and, and you know, I'll, I'll say what it was, too, in, in the middle of the school year, right? And yeah. so can you talk a little bit about what brought you to that decision and why it was the right decision for you? Thank you yeah. for asking that, because I, I wanted to ask that before my next question. Okay, <laughs> glad we're on the same page for once. <laughs> <laughs> yes i will i will talk about it um i i do like approach it with caution just because i don't want to talk negatively too much about um of course i mean honestly about like the school itself and then also like me um because i've been warned by like family and friends to be to not put too much like blame on myself um but just generally it was kind of like all in all kind of being a little objective it was just not the right fit for me um and because of that i did not feel like the work that i had to do to make it work for the end of the year was like worth it for me um and it was taking a toll on me like mentally physically all emotionally all of them so i was just basically i didn't go to school for um education so i had to put in a lot of work to like get to a point where i felt comfortable um leading a classroom i was also leading seventh and eighth grade like i was teaching seventh and eighth graders um, that's a lot of work, <laughs> needless to say. So there's a lot of things that like you do need to know um, and like have that education background, I would say, to like lead seventh and eighth graders. There's just like behavioral techniques and things to like get them to actually be able to like listen to you. So all that stuff I had to kind of like teach myself as I was doing the job. Unfortunately, I didn't have a lot of support at all. I was kind of like thrown into the role. So just not having that teaching background this being my first real job, first teaching job. If you ask any teacher, they all know like first year teaching is like, like crazy. It's like everyone's nightmare year. It's like some people say it's like the worst year of their life. Like it's just a huge adjustment. Mm. So just all of that like compounded, it just made it like way too overwhelming. There were a bunch of other like little things. There wasn't someone like in the role before for a long time like it was just someone for one year so there wasn't a lot of stuff set up for me to begin with blah 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 all those reasons it was just like getting way too stressful I was putting in way too many hours 
so I just needed to step down because I was mentally I was suffering a lot it was like really stressing me out and I was not doing well so yeah I just decided that it was time to leave in January I thought about it multiple times honestly before in those few months that I was working but yeah I just decided to step down and I'm really glad I did yeah I I mean brave brave decision courageous decision and I think you know prioritizing your overall health and well-being is extremely important you know we we don't we don't live to work we work to live we've said this on the show before and that's really important I love that quote so me too (laughs) okay I just I didn't know if anybody was gonna say anything (laughs) Um, well I was gonna say too you just said it was the right uh, or you're glad that you stepped down so you know you made the right decision yeah it's funny like the right decision it's like funny to say that like there is no right decision you know like I had also true yeah I had like two options there but I do think it was like the right decision I I say that just because it was so hard for me to make that it was like I was looking for a right decision but it's not black and white like that you know um it's not like ABC multiple choice but afterwards yeah afterwards it was like yeah this was the right decision um because just like my way of living like how quality of life improved exponentially afterwards um and yeah it was still it's still hard to like think about because like I did enjoy a lot of parts of the job but um yeah definitely a right decision in the in hindsight well I'm happy for you thank you um you're welcome I have a question for both of you I'm gonna start with Bernie yeah do you miss college or undergrad Loyola I think that there are aspects of college that I do miss but I do not miss the stress of needing to balance academics social life extracurriculars I think I've through this time after postgrad I've learned that I've learned to cherish my free time and and prioritize my alone time and and just being bored too I feel like I was never bored in college I also agree we were never bored like when people asked us like what we did on free time I would laugh yeah i don't have free time like what is free time right yeah so i think that's one thing that i don't miss but i think the socialization the constant socialization even even though it's exhausting it could be it can be exhausting at times i do miss my friends a lot and just having that community like I know that there are some bad things about being at a small school. You can't hide anything. You know everyone. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I just miss seeing familiar faces all the time and and saying hi to people and um, always having options to if if you're if you are bored or if you want to see someone, you're, it's just so easy to to find someone that you know and hang out with them and. But now being home, not having a lot of my friends at home, that's definitely a a bit harder and not having a lot of communities to go to. 
I just miss having that sense of community and or just a community to go to because I feel there's a lack of that right now in my life. Yeah, and I was going to say all four of us also moved home after college, mm. which is yes. which is unique. So I'm sure all of us can talk about that too, of like the social piece of college that doesn't necessarily follow you home and having to adjust to that because you live in one place, typically in walking distance to all of your friends, and then they all spread out. And that's, it's an you adjustment. Start, you start a podcast with them. Yeah, <laughs> to stay <Yeah>. connected. <laughs> ironically, ironically, the one that also moved back to Massachusetts, but yeah. that's <laughs> beside the point. All right, we have Dan. Um, Dan is in Europe, so you know. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> um, Angela, do you yeah. miss college? And would you, I guess my real question yeah. is, would you go back oh, like, to undergrad? Yes. Do you miss it that okay yeah no I would go back <laughs> um okay. but I would go back like like Bernie said I don't miss like the hustle mm-hmm. damn Dude, we did hustle. a lot <laughs> yeah we did like look like now when you're out of it looking back I was like oh my god I was so overworked all the time um I was like just doing the most and Bernie too like we were just you know squeezing the sponge um when they squeezed the sponge <laughs> we squeezed it was it. dry it was that like thing was wrecked. <laughs> it was but i would go back <laughs> um i would go back with the knowledge that i have now like to kind of do it differently but I, yeah i i miss uh, again like you know i don't miss homework i don't miss writing papers <laughs> surprise surprise but I do miss like the community, the environment, even learning. I love to learn. I love like taking notes. Such a weird like. I thing, was gonna but, say like, I do miss learning. I don't miss the yeah. work, but I do miss learning. Like the stimulation of being in a classroom. Um, like there are certain classes that like I I would love to have gone back to, but yeah, mostly just like the lifestyle and well, the lifestyle of like having everyone around and like waking up and walking to campus and having everything kind of in a hub. Yeah, I was just curious because a lot of people say, oh, college, and they, they say the best four years of your life, but people stay in, some people stay in college longer than that and go to grad yeah. school and then, you know, look at Justin. <laughs> I <laughs> Look at Justin. I'm going back for doing. five more years. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Crazy exactly. <laughs> but I was just curious and there's no wrong answers. Yeah. The, I feel like the point of college is for you to be is for you to grow and use mm-hmm. your knowledge and skills and the things that you learned through the four years in the real world. And I feel right. like I want to use my knowledge and skills well and be impactful to my community or wherever I go and see how how it impacts the people that I encounter. Um, and I think you can still continue or yeah I don't know I guess for me I I was quick to say yes just because after graduating and because we had COVID like and now seeing the senior year like the senior class kind of having such a normal year that's where I would want to go back because it's like oh man I just wish I could have like I agree with that yeah doesn't it suck I just want to name it yes doesn't it suck (laughs) I know what you mean now like I'm typically not like a 
nostalgic like longing person like normally i'm not like oh i missed that like oh i wish i could like that's not normally me but oh my gosh seeing them like do all these things that they're like just even just having their last moments like i feel like i'm processing it more than i did a year ago like i feel like i'm feeling it all again also for context of to justin and nick and people listening and i had covid the week of graduation Yes. Yes. it was just oh. the the worst ending i mean there could have been worse things to happen we thankfully got to make it but like some people didn't mm-hmm. like make it to graduation that sucks yeah it was horrible timing like it there was literally a breakout at least in the senior class i think it was spread throughout the whole school honestly i know that like 25 percent of the global studies majors had covid it was global studies majors thank you yeah <laughs> <laughs> no um, it was but who I knows think, who it was. like with that being said like having that kind of ending to our yeah. senior year not being able to be present and enjoy it as well as just missing out on the regular school events um throughout our college career I think I do agree with Ange on that that I I do miss it and I don't want to say that I'm jealous but I am like truth be told I am jealous of my friends that are experiencing their senior year as as authentic as it could be like before the pandemic yeah we and discussed to that on a recent episode. Sorry, Justin, I didn't mean to cut you off, but um, an episode about mourning. So it's mm. called S&M, Sadness and Mourning. Because we also talked about Rihanna in that episode. Yes. Um, but <laughs> um, no, but yeah, in that episode, I talked about how I am still grieving. I'm grieving what the pandemic took away from me. Uh, you know, just briefly, you can go and listen to it to get the full story. But like in terms of like going out and stuff, like I developmentally like I, I got a fake I never used it it was terrible I just would never was going to use Aww. it I like, went out when I went abroad but then I planned to save it kind of all for senior year and then the pandemic hit and I couldn't we couldn't go out at all I mean we could have but we were strongly encouraged by Loyola not to in 2021 yeah. because it was like we were virtual in fall 2020 and then spring 2021 they were like don't go out because you'll be carped so carp you know, oh my gosh trigger, uh, trigger warning yeah <laughs> nick you have no idea it was like I, lockdown I you basically they would like, carp your building and you couldn't yeah. leave and you couldn't That's, like get leave campus yeah you couldn't stay in boulder and eat like you had to only take out horrible all right um but yeah so it, it's and yeah bernie i think you said it right like you don't want to feel jealous but yet you do because when it was your time to experience those things, you weren't able to, or we weren't yeah. able to. And I think that's grief. I mean, it, and it, it's, it's because of the pandemic and, you know, it, it doesn't mean that we don't want our senior friends right now to be experiencing all of it because, you know, I think we're all the type of people who want them to have the best possible senior um, yeah. that they can have. But it, at the same time, it doesn't, neglect our own feelings you know you guys class of 2022 nick class of 2020 me class of 2021 things that we were taken away from us that we missed yeah i think there's actually like a word for that there's like jealousy is like you want what someone has i think there's a word for wanting 
like covet. not wanting stuff. Yeah, I think covet. covet. Yeah, I learned this. This is the theology background. <laughs> like when they say like covet, it means like you don't want that person to have what they have, which is a lot deeper than like just feeling jealous. Right. Yeah. Thou shalt not. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's graduation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the eleventh commandment. <laughs> my neighbors' <laughs> power plant the ten- experiences. <laughs> the tenth also- commencement. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, I think we should go out, and you should use your faith just for good measure. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I wanted to shift a little bit into when we started the podcast, I said that Saturday I graduated, Sunday I drove back, Monday I woke up in my childhood bed, in my childhood bedroom, and I kind of had an identity crisis of like, what now? That was my experience, but I wanted to ask you both, how did you feel immediately after graduating, When either when you came home? I know you traveled immediately, maybe not immediately after graduating but when you had downtime to just kind of reflect on okay this big life event just happened what was that like for you so i would say like all right timeline kind of to set it up for me it was and i think bernie it was the same because i think her family stuck around for a little bit too um but because we had covid we had not moved out like we hadn't like packed at all really um so like Bernie went home when she had COVID, right, Bern? Yeah. And I went to isolation on campus. So um, isolation, day of graduation, I literally, like, packed up from isolation, moved in back home <laughs> to my, like, apartment on campus, graduated on Saturday, um, stayed over Saturday night, Sunday, packed up my whole apartment with Bernie's family, Um and then moved, like, moved home. So, like, woke up Monday morning in New Jersey. So, yeah, I think, like, the question was, like, how did I feel? So you're asking? like Yeah, when you had sentiment? time to just kind of reflect on you graduated college. It was, was just, like, like... Life accomplishment, yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. It was, like, I think immediately after, I did feel great. Like, I was, like, wow. Like, I can do nothing like I can watch tv now I don't have to like <laughs> grind <Liberation>. I <laughs> no I literally didn't watch tv in college like I just never had downtime like I said I never had downtime I was way too busy so there was I mean right after I was sad like there was so much nostalgia like you know it was it was a mixed emotion it was like I was sad I knew I like would never have that kind of experience again where all my friends were in one place I wouldn't be living with my friends like being back in your childhood bedroom and actually having to stay there for a long time like knowing that you're not gonna move back into your college dorm in a week after break is over um it's like it hits different you're just like oh man like this is this is a little sad I don't like my purple walls as much as I did when I was eight (laughs) (laughs) I feel that yeah (laughs) um but also, you know, it was also mixed with like, wow, we did that, like, and we did that at a really like, you know, unprecedented time. We did a lot of hard things and we got through it. Um, and now we can kind of like relax a little bit and enjoy. Yeah. What about you, Burn? 
Well, I was going to say, I still had exams after graduation, as I said earlier. Oh, I forgot about that. So, yeah, my last exam I handed in the Thursday after graduation, and then I had a graduation party that weekend, and then we left for Europe on that Monday. So it was just like, I right after graduation, I did not, we did not get to process anything really. Like, I, I had to prep for a six-week trip to Europe. Um, so I didn't get to process everything probably until afterwards and honestly after I got back from Europe that was a pretty low low for me I think not just from college but also just my trip obviously traveling for six weeks there's just always excitement always something to do you're just go 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 mm -hmm. and then just coming back home to a quiet home in Pennsylvania not really having much to do as i said i don't have a lot of friends in the area um or all my friends have full-time jobs so that's i feel like that's when i started processing everything and i was like wow i have nothing to do i i don't really want to have a full-time job yet so what are my other options like i don't want i don't want to work yet because i was super burnt out as <laughs> as i feel like Angela has mentioned before um so yeah I was really in I just kept questioning what I wanted what I wanted I knew that I I had some travel plans planned for September and and November later on and obviously to the Philippines too for Christmas so I had those to look forward to but otherwise in those waiting periods I was just like, what do I do? Where where do I go? Who do I hang out with? And that just made me spiral. And it was a very challenging time of my life, honestly. And I'm still thinking those things. I'm in a much better mindset now, but I think I'm still questioning what I want to do, where I want to be, who I want to hang out with. So it's it's these are thoughts that will still keep going um well after graduation appreciate how candid you are with sharing too because i think that's important for people to hear because i mean angela alluded to it we had this conversation i mean we talked on the podcast or i guess two calendar years ago but i don't know if you guys would be able to have that perspective a year ago when you were still seniors. And I don't think our senior friends were able to have that perspective until after they graduate. You really, really only truly understand this after you've already graduated. Yeah. And you're definitely not alone in what you're talking about, Bernie, too. Because like I said, I, I experienced that to a degree, too. And I'm sure, you know, the other two people, Nick and Angela, have experienced that, too. Um, and can I say something else? Of course especially being home and not having a lot to do i get stuck on social media mm. and <laughs> yeah i get stuck the on the chorus of mm. yeah <laughs> like we are we know we know what you're yeah, you already know what i'm gonna say Comparison. Um, yes <laughs> just doom scrolling on instagram tiktok linkedin linkedin yeah. Interesting. it is it <laughs> It just puts you more into a spiral. Just yeah, comparing yourself, like why, how are all my classmates doing all these really cool things? How did they get this job? They're really enjoying their lives in New York or Baltimore, DC, wherever. Yeah. Um, 
So then that made me really question, like, what am I doing with my life? But I'm pretty sure people were thinking that about me too, when I like posted about traveling. And I'm I'm gonna also like I'm I'm very grateful that I've had that opportunity to be able to do that and and um have that time too. But in reality, that traveling was only like five percent of my life. Like outside of that, I was stuck at home, <laughs> not doing much and try and just being anxious about what the next step is going to be you know i just want to say to in response to what you just said too like we've talked about and i'm sure you hear it a lot like social media is just the highlights it's only the good stuff i would say it's what people want to show you so some people are super authentic on social media but it's still that extra barrier that filter where you can say do i want people to see this do i want people to know this so it is it is in a sense what not in a sense it's what people want you to see because you literally post it you get to decide yeah. that so that's this is there's this is the last clip i have from angela's previous episode but i felt like it was <clears throat> excuse me i felt like this was appropriate um right now in this conversation so as a reminder um episode five was all about talking about perfectionism. And Mm -hmm. so at the end of the episode, we were reflecting on um, Reverend Scott Hamilton Adams, quote, perfectionism is the greatest form of self-abuse. And I felt Mm -hmm. like this was an interesting reflection that kind of relates to what we're talking about. When he said that, the whole room, I think, like, inhaled a little bit. It was like, that, yeah, like, that's it. Because I think, I don't know, like, there's certain, in our culture, and, like, just, it's so achievement-based and, like, do do well and look good and like all these things I think sometimes it's like oh perfectionism is like the goal and it's good but once you look at it as like self-abuse like yeah like it's it's dry it's driving you backwards it's not bringing you forwards and I feel like that's really appropriate in our conversation right now because you know we talk about comparing ourselves post-grad to what others are are accomplishing what others are doing but it's that point of, you know, while we're not necessarily talking about perfectionism right now, it's it it becomes a point of like self-abuse. It's like, oh, well, I'm not achieving to the level that other people are. So it, you know, it's a yeah. hindrance. Or like but an I ideal. Think it's like not just comparing ourselves with others, but also comparing ourselves with what our expectations were. Yeah. A couple mm-hmm. years ago. Yes. Like yeah. for me, so my whole plan was I applied to this prestigious scholarship to teach abroad. And that was the only thing that I had applied to during my senior year because I knew how exhausting the job application process was. I knew that I didn't really want to do anything full-time yet. Um, And again, I wanted to do something abroad since I didn't have that opportunity during college. And so I think... Unfortunately, I didn't get the prestigious scholarship and plans had to quickly change. But even now, I'm like, oh, I could have been doing something really cool. I could have been teaching abroad. I like just grieving those possibilities. I feel like those are common thoughts to have after graduation, not just comparing yourself with others but comparing yourselves with your past expectations yeah absolutely
so the last question I want to ask is for the people listening that are still in college or are about to graduate college, what is one thing you wish someone had told you that no one tells you? It's mm. a good question. One that Smash I was not advice prepared. you would give to others. <laughs> yeah. What All advice right. I would give to them? Okay. I, yeah, I think giving, giving advice to myself versus giving it to others would be a different different thing but i don't even think it has to necessarily be advice it can just be something that you aren't told yeah and then you can maybe give advice you know yeah of how to handle it but burn you want to go first yeah yeah go ahead um i was i i've like talked about this with my therapist and my life coach (laughs) all week about this snaps for those support systems in our lives come on (laughs) snaps all around Um, this episode is sponsored by therapy therapy sponsored by BetterHelp. that would be fantastic every podcast podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. come on BetterHelp. you want to be on point of do no for real every it used to be like audible audible used to be like a big sponsor but now it's better help better help's like lacking some reason people yeah. are just getting better that's a good thing, <laughs> a good thing. also there's like isn't there like a there's like problems with better help maybe isn't there? i don't know anyways i think it's it's fitting that you've asked me this because i think i've the last couple of weeks i've tried to actively have this kind of mindset um especially like starting this part-time job and just kind of waiting on what's going to happen um in the next couple of months with like full-time job opportunities. But I think my two biggest pieces of advice is to be patient and to stay present. The two P's. I'll coin that term where I like that. <laughs> make that um, the two P's patience make, and presence. Make Nick's job to market the episode easy. The two P's. Yeah. yeah. We <laughs> actually coined, we actually coined and Justin is in the middle of a heavy legal battle to, um, <laughs> to trademark this, the four F's actually. I'm kidding. <laughs> no <I'm kidding>. ah. <laughs> so different than the two p's i know yeah. <laughs> but i should say i should say plain of view is not in court yeah, oh, we're not in legal trouble a lot of people are <laughs> bernie can you Ed please Sorry. can you please repeat the two p's patience and presence and i think being patient and being present are two very important things People should be after graduation, no matter where they are. Because I know even though Angie and I have gone through our challenges with, I don't know, with, with being unemployed or figuring out our path, people that even know their path or have the job that they've been wanting are still not enjoying it, you know? And I think mm-hmm. that these pieces of advice are applicable to anyone. Anyways, right now, I'm actually in a very content and satisfied place in my life because I've applied these things just comparing me now to let's say January January of this year was also a really low low for me I felt like through the job process or the job application process I was putting in so much work I was also working on certifications for certain programs um I was putting in so much work for those things but just waiting weeks and months for something to come up. And I was just being really hard on myself. Like why I'm putting in so much work. I was just, I was just feeling so burnt out. Um, But now I'm actually getting some results from companies from different, um, from different corporations. I'm like, okay, it's paying off. So now 
I just have to remind myself, I just have to be patient through that time. And you're, and I still have to be patient right now that the best opportunity is going to come. I know people are always going to say that. And it sounded like a broken record to me because every mm -hmm. single like older women at church <laughs> just kept <laughs> saying that to me. Um, that it's going to work out. That it's going to work out. Yeah. The best opportunity is going to come. And I completely agree with that. I still don't know what the opportunity is for me, but... It's um, true, though, because it happened to me, and I never thought that would happen. Now I'm waiting for it to happen in other areas, but... So you never believe it. Even yeah. when it does happen to you, you don't believe... You're like, oh, that was a fluke, but it is true. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, And then with being present, I... I feel like we just worry about the future too much and you're not enjoying what's happening right now. Like even, even if I'm doing this podcast right now, it's so easy for me to be like, okay, what am I going to make for lunch? What is, what's going to happen next week? I have to do this job application, you know? No, we don't need to be thinking about that right now because it's, that's not happening. And I think, and I think specifically with the job application process, like, or yeah, with the job application process, it's so easy to have these expectations or to worry about your future job. But, but in reality, no, you just have to worry about right now. Enjoy right now, like the next right thing. The next right thing is finishing this podcast with you guys and then having lunch. I don't need to worry about my lunch right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> She's like, we got to get this over with. She's yeah. like, I need lunch. Bernie's really hungry. No, no, no. No, but I, 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 I hope you guys know what I mean. Though. Yes. Just, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Presence. It was an analogy. Presence. Yes. I hope that people can apply that to their post-grad journey and everything will fall into place. I promise that. I'm still figuring that out, but I'm I'm sure of it. Love. Angela? Well, I would say that was beautiful, Bernie. You so Thank you. that inspired me. <laughs> <laughs> um I would say like if I had to choose like one thing, the biggest thing that I've kind of learned from this time is that like there's no timeline. Mm. And I think during college, like at least for me, the way I think it was very much so planned out. I was like, okay, I'm going to do this four years. We're going to do this. We're going to have a normal grad. Oh yeah. <laughs> like a, yeah, a normal college experience. Yeah. Right? Um, and we're going to graduate and then I'm going to go to grad school and blah, blah, blah. And like, I had all these plans. And then once you get out of college, something just shifts when you don't have a school calendar kind of. And I just thought like, wow, I can do anything. Like I, <laughs> not anything, but like I can do a lot of things and there's no timeline. Like some people literally our age are engaged. Some people yeah. have children. Yeah. Some people are getting out of a relationship that they've been in for a long time. Some people are changing careers. Some people are starting careers. Some people are starting med school. Like there are so many different paths that you could be on. And now that you're like not, or that I'm, we are not like surrounded by people doing the same thing. It just feels like, wow, there's like no timeline and there's so many possibilities. So I would say to like embrace that. And for me, like, don't just in my experience, like I question my career and I'm kind of like recreating my career and like my career plans. 
and with that I'm just like reminding myself and I would tell others to like be sure that you're doing what you want to do because I've like had doubts about my major and like my career for a long time and I think I just kind of like ignored them but it probably would have been easier to not ignore them earlier on than now like after I graduated but whatever no regrets <laughs> but now like looking back it's like no at this point I'm like I have all these doubts about like okay is maybe like it's gonna be a little harder or like it might take another extra year than I planned to go in the direction that I now want to go in but like if it's what I want to do and I have the ability to do it like financially and like logistically then like let's do it. Like the only thing holding myself back is myself. So yeah, just kind of like, just embrace the no rules aspect of post-grad as much as you can and try to like use it to your advantage. Cause it's, it's your life, babes. Go live it. <laughs> <laughs> I can we coin that. Well, that one too? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All these copyrights. It's your life, babes. Go live it. Salazo, Salazo, comma Angela, Angela. I'm I'm gonna have a lot of better lines than that one. Let's not coin that one. I'm gonna print it and then put it on my wall, like one of the wall decals. (laughs) Sounds like a cheesy like ending to like a rom com movie. (laughs) Or not rom com. Coming of age movie. Like it's your life, babes. And it's and it's your voice kind of like panning over. You can't see you saying it. It's just like as the camera zooming out on the party. Yes, yeah. Distance like Yep. Yeah, we all have the same picture. (laughs) Either either it's panning away from her face and it's saying that or she's saying this. I'm scared. Like more Angela. She's great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I go down in history for anything, it's going to Angela, be Angela, she's great. <laughs> Can you tell um, I don't have confidence issues? <laughs> um, well, thank you both for taking time out of your mornings and weekend to, to talk with us about this. I think a lot of what you shared is going to be really great for anyone to hear but especially those who are graduating this year or some type of transition is happening in their lives so i think a lot of your insights are really really great for people to hear and you have a really great perspective so thank you for being here so nice having you thank you for having us i hope i can be part of the elite group and come come on again of course come again yeah point of twos Bernie, we got to circle back. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. I my forgot. Fruit. If you were a fruit, what fruit yes. would you be and why? Okay. So the first thing that came to mind was a coconut. Ooh. Because first, I love coconuts. Me not too. Not the fake-ass coconut water that you get, like... <laughs> The, what I, like at like at a Wawa or whatever convenience store? Not that one. No, you Which have to get fake? a fresh coconut, like Vita Vita something. Oh man, really? Those that's li- Vita Coco. Vita Coco. There you go. Thank you. Yes. Um, unless they want to sponsor this podcast and like I like them. No, <laughs> yeah. No, screw coming on as a guest again. You're coming on as a co-host. Yes. Look oh at my that. God. Look at that money hustle. on the mind. Yeah. That hustle. So coconut. So I feel like when you open a coconut, it's just like surprising. There's like the water and the meat. There's the just so meat. many things to it. Yeah, the okay. coconut meat. You can eat the coconut but meat. But is it? That's what you call it. it. Really? Oh, I don't like that. 
Yeah. Like the <laughs> it's like the white part, right? The white part. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's where the flakes come right, from. Right, but I've never right, been like, like, oh my god, look at this apple, so meaty. Like <laughs> you know. <laughs> I think that's a little different. <laughs> okay. But like, I don't I feel like they're <laughs> not to say that I have a lot of benefits to people, but like I feel like there's a lot of benefits in the coconut with like the water, the meat, there's a lot of vitamins that like keeps people healthy. Like, I don't know. So, and like, I like doing that. No, that's good, Bernie. You're inspiring with like, like oh. Bernie's like, like life fitness, personal, like personal life fitness coach. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, thank you. Ams. Um, but I don't like, it just has like a lot of things to make people better. And I like love oh. doing that. Um, I also, that. I wanted to make a joke. So to get a coconut off of a coconut tree, you literally have to climb it and like have carry this like really big knife. And it's really hard to get. So I was like, oh, like I'm hard to get. Huh? Uh -huh. Ooh. <laughs> yes, she is. I'm hard standards. to get. Uh, yeah. I love that. Um, that too. I love that. So. <laughs> that was good, Burn. Yeah. Apparently I am too. Two years to follow for a follow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that too. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, again, I love that answer. Thank you both for being here. Um, I think this was a great conversation. Um, and yeah, with that, my name is Justin Dew. And I am Nick Gervasi. And you can reach us at our email, pointofdewpodcast at gmail.com and on our socials, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at pointofdewpodcast and Twitter at pointofdew. If you enjoy our show, make sure to follow the podcast and give us a rating or review wherever you get your podcast or share us with a friend or family member. We really appreciate it and are truly grateful for your support. As always, we hope you have a wonderful, wonderful two weeks. Thank you for listening. And until next time, H. Go Hounds. H. H. <laughs>